Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Monday, June 27th, 2022. And our top story today, the four phases of retirement. Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Dr. Riley Moynes is the author of The Four Phases of Retirement, What to Expect in Retirement. Riley, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Jeffrey, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Oh, well, you know, you're, you're a celebrity. I, you know, I see you on, on the TED Talk, 300,000 viewers. That moves my heart. And it's so great to get you on the program to talk about your book, but also yeah. retirement. Let me, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. Just kick things off. Do you think people underestimate retirement and what to expect in retirement? Absolutely. Most of the emphasis uh, on retirement planning revolves around investments and estate plans and uh, uh, insurance considerations. And uh, what's overlooked is the, the fact that there are significant psychological changes and challenges that come with retirement. And frankly, nobody has thought about that very much. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. And I think we're learning a lot about the mental health aspects of finance mm -hmm. we've just lived through, at least here in the States, the COVID uh, pandemic, I'm sure where you yep. are in Toronto, you, you've had some quarantines and things like that. So Absolutely. obviously mental health is a big component to uh, yeah. overall wellness and, and, and health. And I know you live in Toronto, but these principles that you write about, you could be here in the States, you could be in India, you could be in China. We're all human beings, right? And so these, these principles yeah. really apply to to all humans. If we walk on two legs, it applies. Well, I think so. And uh, I think, you know, more specifically, it, it applies to, to people who are beginning to think about retirement. Uh, and what I've tried to do in my TED Talk and, and, uh, and in my book is to give those people kind of a heads up as to what they can expect. And then for those folks who are retired, and of course, there are 10,000 North Americans retiring every day today and every day for the next 10 to 15 years. This is a retirement tsunami. And again, most of those folks may have put a lot of time and effort into the financial side, but they're in many cases just sideswiped by the psychological changes and challenges that nobody frankly expects. And just for those who are watching who are not of retirement age, you're mm -hmm. gonna be there and so the, the goal of a, 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 a upcoming generation is to learn from the previous generation. So, you know, pay attention. Uh, Riley, let's talk about, let's talk with the first phase. Let's go through the phases and we're going to have to go over a commercial break here. Yep. Um, but let's talk about the first phase of retirement. What do I, what do I expect in that first phase? In that first phase, which I call the vacation phase, you, um, you expect it to be like, most people uh, see as an ideal retirement. It's uh, no set routine. You've been you've been governed by a routine forever. It seems you now you've got no routine. You can get up when you want, go to bed when you want. It often involves checking things off the bucket list that you didn't have time or the resources perhaps to deal with during your working career. It's the, the idea of fun in the sun, of vacations, of a, a new sports car, working on your golf game, working on your pickleball game. Maybe you buy a place uh, in, in a warmer climate. That's the view that most people have of an ideal retirement. And the truth is it lasts for probably a couple of years. 
And then, believe it or not, we miss our routine, we get bored, and we say to ourselves, is that all there is to retirement? Yeah, and, and Riley, look, I'm sorry, go ahead, I cut you off, go ahead. No, no, I just, that's, that's in a nutshell, that's phase one. Yeah, and, and, and I was just going to make the, the comment that, you know, we're living longer, Riley. Uh, yep. So retirement isn't just, well, here in the States, it's 65, which is typical. And, yep. you know, used to be you lived for maybe 10 or 15 years if you were lucky. But modern healthcare, even with the pandemic, people are living into their 80s and 90s. And so it makes sense that yep. with that longer mortality and longevity, you may have other things that you want to pursue from a, from a career perspective. Yeah, from a life perspective. Back in 1950 in North America, average life expectancy was about 68 years. So people could kind of daughter over to their rocking chair and spend the last three years. Now, as you say, with changes in life expectancy, it's quite likely, quite possible that many people who might be listening or watching uh, today will live up to one third of their lives in retirement. What a, what a massive change that is. And, and so you have to have plans for that one third of your life. You can't, it can't be all about golf every day. It just cannot be. It's got, there's something more to it than that. And that's what a lot of people struggle to find. Let's talk about you. you you're in that, vac you're finishing up the vacation phase. It's right. as you, as you said, it's on average two to three years where you're, yep. you got no routine. What's, yep. what's next. I mean, what, what happens next to us as we get into that, you know, past that phase? Yeah, well, what I've discovered, Jeffrey, is that the, the next phase is what I call the, 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 the phase where we feel loss and we feel lost. There are five significant losses that most retirees feel in phase two. Uh, there's a loss of routine, which uh, for a while, that was okay. But there's something in our, in our genes, I think, that, that, that forces us, that, that makes us need a routine of some sort. So when we miss that routine, we kind of feel at loose ends. Uh, we lose our identity because many people identify with their jobs. And even after they retire, they refer to themselves as what they used to be, mm -hmm. whether it was a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, accountant, doesn't matter. But we often carry that identity with us. And when it's gone, that's a significant loss. The third loss is that we, 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 we suffer the loss of many of the relationships that we had developed during our working career. And while we may retain a few of those, it, it tends to be a pretty significant loss. Uh, the fourth loss is that many of us lose a sense of purpose. Because again, in many cases, we, we get a sense of purpose from our jobs. And when it's gone, whether through our choice or worse still through somebody else's choice, there's a significant void there. And fifth, many people acquire over a working career some sort of a sense of power, perhaps, whether it be over personnel or a budget. And all of a sudden, that's gone too. And so we can go from something that we thought was, you know, we were pretty good and pretty significant. And all of a sudden, we're just kind of another guy or, or a gal on the street. Now, to make it even worse in phase two, we often kind of run up against the three Ds as well. Uh, the, the Mayo Clinic reported that there is a 40% likelihood that people will exhibit some aspects of clinical depression during retirement. There is also a spike in divorce rates during this period of our lives. I don't know whether it's 
directly connected with retirement or whether it's an age kind of thing. And then, of course, there's the, the physical and mental decline that we begin to see as well. So phase two, with all of these things coming at us, we didn't see them coming. We, we didn't anticipate these losses. We lose them all at once. And it can feel like we've been kind of boom, kind of hit by a bus. And it is very traumatic for many, many, many people. It, That's it almost, <laughs> yeah, very traumatic. And it almost sounds to me almost like a grieving, like a similar to what you're describing is like a grieving process. And, yes. and I just want to take a step back. I mean, obviously the American system, the Canadian system, there are a lot of successful retirement systems. Yep. Why haven't we been thinking, I mean, short of your book, which came out, why haven't we been thinking about the mental or the health the mental aspects of retirement? You know, it's a good question, Jeffrey, and I don't know the answer to it. I, I think we've, you know, we've all been f focused on the kind of measurable sorts of things, both, I think, American society and Canadian society. We, we kind of focus on things that are measurable. We, we, we like that kind of thing. Uh, and it's only, I think, really in the last couple of years that with the pandemic, as, as you've noted, there's been a much greater recognition of the fact that there are these psychological changes, challenges that, that we're facing. And I think it's kind of given new life to the application of those challenges as part of retirement as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're all, we're confronted with our mortality candidly, either ourselves or, or members of our family. Yeah. And I think that really helps to frame things when you, when you have that uh, vision of mortality. Riley, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the two remaining phases of retirement. I think you're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you got to start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're going to change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. 
This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book, and as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-504-8194. Welcome back. We're talking this morning to Dr. Riley Moynes. He is the author of The Four Phases of Retirement, and I would say he's now an internet celebrity. He's a cool guy too. Riley, thanks so much for staying with us this morning. My pleasure. My pleasure, Jeffrey. All right. So we're halfway through um, the vacation and almost like a grief stage mm-hmm. um, where you're, you're kind of reflect back and you're missing some of those relationships and defining yourself. Let's talk about the third phase. What is that third phase? Phase three is uh, what I call the trial and error phase. Um, luckily, sooner or later, most of us say to ourselves or perhaps our spouse, hey, I can't go on like this. I don't want to live the rest of my life, perhaps one third of my life, perhaps 30 years feeling the way I do. And I, I feel lousy. I, I'm, I'm depressed. I, I've got to do something. And when people verbalize that or even feel it, that, that's the good news because then they've kind of turned the corner into phase three. And phase three involves, as I say, trial and error. And, and, and people start to ask themselves, you know, what, what can I do that's going to make me want to get up in the morning again? How, how, can I, how can I contribute? And so what I see in phase three is people trying different things uh, that they feel might be of interest to them. Uh, it can be all kinds of initiatives. Uh, I, I tried a dozen different things and lots of people do from maybe volunteering or maybe trying a new business or what, whatever it might be, but it's a trial and error. And, and uh, the expectation should be, I think, that it's unlikely that the first thing that one takes a stab at will be, will be successful. There's a much better chance that it's, it's probably going to fail. And yet people have to keep trying because what I've seen is that for people who kind of give up with phase three, they can slip back into phase into phase two. And, and it's not a not a pretty sight. So trial and error, try different things, activities, involvements, whatever it might be. People just have to keep working at that. That's phase three. Does it does it help to be a lifetime learner or should you go into this mindset of retirement as hey this is another phase of life and i need to be learning new things we always often talk about to be successful in a career you have to be adapting right because you can't if you you come up as a clerk or an administrative person you you learn about the business you're you're starting from the very beginning but you have to be adaptive is that what you need during this phase is to be recognized i got to be a lifetime learner and i got to take on some new challenges Exactly. That, that's, that, that is a, a clear requirement in my view, because as I say, the option is to slip back in, into phase two with all of the, the losses that, that we talked about. So yes, it's a mindset um, of, of, of effort, trying new things, but also recognizing that there are going to be some failures. It's trial and error and with an emphasis on, on error. Yeah. But but and that leads us to the fourth phase not everyone breaks through to phase four in fact my my best guess based on the work that i've done would be that probably maybe 60 to 65 percent of people are able to break through to phase four 
But those who do are some of the happiest people that I have ever, ever known. What they have done is to take some of the, the, the skills that they know that they possess. So they, they rely on some of their past successes. They put these two things together and it points a direction to using their strengths and their past successes, perhaps in an entirely new area. So I say, don't retire, at least not in the usual sense, rewire. Take your skills, take your abilities, take your successes and apply them into a different, into a different area. And it may be, again, it could be widely divergent areas of, of interest and involvement, but you can build on some of the strengths you've had in the past. And as I say, those people, when I talk to those people, those phase four people, they're just full of life. They, they, they have purpose. They, they can't wait to get at it. Uh, and it often involves service to others, interestingly enough, maybe on a volunteer basis, but, but not necessarily. I know one fellow, for example, who was an early adopter of um, Tesla technology, electric technology. And he was, he was so excited about this. And so what he's done is he's built, he's built himself a little speaking career and he speaks at all kind, to all kinds of groups about, uh, about uh, electric vehicles in general and Tesla in particular. He takes people out into the parking lot and shows how his car can, can operate on, on its own. He gets tremendous enjoyment out of that. That's just kind of one example of someone I know who is, is, is a phase four person. So, so Riley, we've got about a minute left. Should we, instead of retirement, should we, and, and you can copyright this, by the way, should we be calling it rewirement? I would love if we called it rewirement. I think yeah. that's, if there's one word that says, that says it all, I think that's it, Jeffrey. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I, I really believe that. I think we need to redefine, this is my personal opinion, yeah. uh, we redefine what retirement is. It seems like you have kind of captured that in your study, in your books, and in your speaking engagements. And I think more people need to take note because it can't just all be about the working phase. We we're, and, and by the way, Riley, this isn't linear. You can still circle back, as you said, to yes. the other phases, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it may well be that, that there is something that one gets involved with that kind of comes to a natural end. And then it, it's time to kind of think about, you know, what, what's next? What's yeah. next? Yep. Well, it, it just goes to show you how important it is to have the mind and the body connected and you really have to have an idea of where you want to go, but also be receptive to the challenges of that. Riley, we're going to have to leave it there. Great, great conversation. Congrats on the success of the book. It's always great to have a celebrity on the program and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. Bye for now. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, something you think we should talk to. Drop us a line and don't forget for all the latest curated news on lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place. Check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, we'll visit our website and of course, our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity. 
to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Are you being audited? And do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The Tax Doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a Tax Doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800-224-6439.